Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Janessa Staples. And today we're going to be talking about money. So I have been thinking about money and the concept of how money is obviously very worldly. We can easily idolize money. Um, you obviously see there are rich people out there. There, there are a lot of people out there, especially in America, who believe that the best life is when you're making a bunch of money. You have a nice house, nice car, big brand, whatever. All these worldly things, um, and they just either they're not Christian or they're Christian, but they just don't realize like these are all the things that Satan can provide for us, but they are not going to fulfill us. Having a bunch of money is not going to fulfill you. Like how many times I've said this before, how many times have you heard of like celebrities? They have everything. They have everything they could possibly want, but they, they still end up, you know, using drugs or committing suicide or all these things. Um, and it's just, it's just not good. Money's not going to fulfill you. Houses are not going to fulfill you. Cars are not going to fulfill you. Being super successful is not going to fulfill you. Those are all can be wonderful and great things though. I don't think money is a complete and total enemy. I think the enemy can get you with money. Absolutely. For sure. But I don't think Money is terrible, and I'm going to tell you why. So first off, I uh, went to church, Palm Sunday, and he said, um, and this is just something to take note of your own behavior and think about this. He said that there's a part where Jesus says to watch how you talk to people with money because you will end up um, sometimes talking to them as if they are better or more powerful, or like, you know, they are more godly than someone with no money, which we know is not true because think of Jesus. Jesus didn't have any money. He was like basically homeless. He, at one point he says in the Bible that, um, someone wants to follow him and he's like, a bird has a nest to sleep in. You know, I don't have even have a pillow. Um, you're going to follow me. Like, no, this there is, we're going to be like staying at random people's places. We're not going to be staying in a nice place. Like, like his goal, his job here was to share the word of God. Um, so we know that people with money, like if you have money, it does not make you better than anyone. doesn't make, I mean, I guess in this world, it makes you more powerful, but not in heaven, not in the heavenly places. God looks down and says, no, 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 no. What is your heart? God cares about your heart. So if you have a lot of money and you don't have a good heart, it means nothing. It means something here and then you'll die. You go to hell. You'll live in Hades and it just does not sound like a good time. Um, in Luke 16 verse 22, there's a guy. He has money and then he has a servant as well. I think it was a servant. Um, there's a beggar. I don't know if, if the beggar was a servant or not or if he was just a beggar. Anyways, so there's a rich guy in the world. He looks really good, has money, has power. And then this beggar, he, um, you know, he has like wounds all over him. And like, he's just, he doesn't have any money. And then it says, so, so it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried and being in torments in Hades. So the rich man went to hell. He lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and 
and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. So yesterday, <laughs> it's weird. God is always speaking to me. Like I'll be thinking about something, but I won't seek it. Like I said this in another podcast. And then like today he speaks to me. So I was thinking like, how do we really know that hell is like a place? Because God says that you either have like eternal life or you die. So if you die, like, do you still stay alive? Do you actually go to Hades and you know what's going on? Or are you just like dead, dead? Um, so that was like something I was thinking about. And then here we are, like right here, he talks about how he talks about Hades. He talks about how he's in fire and he would like, he's asking, he's like, can you please like dip your finger in water and put it on my tongue? Like, this is awful. Like, this is not a place I want to be. I'm being, I am tormented in this flame. That is not somewhere I want to go. Um, no, thank you. So (laughs) just not a good time. Um, and he said to them, you are those who justify yourself before men. So he's talking to the Pharisees. So the Pharisees, uh, they read the Bible, they fasted, they did all these things to make themselves look good in front of men to be like, Oh, I'm so holy, but God knew their hearts. And so then Jesus says, So you are those who justify yourself before men, but God knows your hearts for what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. So things that are highly esteemed here, you know, money, power, houses, cars, everything I already mentioned. Um, But God doesn't care about that stuff. He cares about your heart. He cares if you're loving and caring and forgiving and you recognize the fact that he forgave you so you should forgive others and that he loves you so you should love others. And he created you and you worship him and he like, he takes that stone out of your heart and he renews your mind and he wants you to continue with that. And he wants you, you know, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. Heaven is inside of you. So, you know, live like that and act like that and have faith in God. So if you think about it though, is money awful? Like, yes, it can be. Um, but here is something that Jesus says about what you have, the things you have. So this is Luke 16 verse 10. He who is faithful and what is least is faithful also in much. So if you are, you know, you have little less, none, you know, you just are not living a life where you have a ton of stuff. Maybe you're in between jobs. Maybe you just can't find a job. Maybe you have a job, but you don't have a ton of money and you're living paycheck to paycheck, but you're grateful for what you have, you know, whatever it is, no matter what your situation is, he's saying he who is faithful and what is least is faithful also in much. So what he's saying is if you're grateful for all that, then you're likely going to be grateful when you have more when you keep working hard and you make more money and you get a bigger place or get a place at all, you move out of your parents' place, you start having kids, like you're going to be accumulating more. You're going to have more and you're going to be grateful and you're going to be glorifying God with it. So that's the difference between someone who is rich and doesn't include God in their choices and someone who is rich and does include God in their choices because they, they know the person that has God knows that that stuff isn't going to be here forever. Like it's going to rust. Moths are going to get it. It says it in the Bible. Um, It's not, it's going to be no good in heaven. But if you're grateful for it, if you glorify God with what you have, you take care of that stuff um, for God and you do it all for God and you thank God every single day. 
Um, it just says he who is unjust and what is least is unjust also in much. So really that's what it's all about. You can be like full of money. You can be rich. You can have all the power and everything, but it has, if it has nothing to do with God, then like, what is the point of it? What's, what does it matter? If it doesn't glorify God, you can't bring it to heaven. What's the point of it? So this was something I was thinking about, um, often is like, like, obviously I want to make money. Um, I'd like to make enough to support my family, but also it'd be nice to have more than that to save money. Um, you know, it's nice to have like a little security, but also I recognize that like God will provide for me. And if I don't have that security, like I'm still going to be okay. God's still going to provide for me and I'm going to use my money to glorify God, to, to donate to the church, to use my money to make my business bigger so I can have a bigger ministry, so I can share the word more, so I uh, can take time off from blogging and podcasting and I can get out there and talk to people, um, in the real world and say, Hey, like, do you know the good news? Like, are you saved by Jesus? Like God is so good. So amazing. And so these are the things we have to really think about when we have money. Like money is not a terrible thing. Um, but he also says, Jesus also says this. So this is interesting because I think this isn't for all people that are rich. I think this is for people that are rich and do not glorify God, do not include God in their life, and do not have a soft heart. You know, God looks at your heart, as he said before. So it says, um, Luke 18, verse 24, and when Jesus saw that he became very sorrowful, so this is after a guy, a rich young ruler comes to him and he says, am I going to make it into heaven? And he says, why do you call me good? Well, he says, he calls him good. He says, are you going to make me? Uh, And then he goes, why do you call me good? There's only one God. There's God. And then, you know, the commandments, do you not commit adultery? Not do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness Honor your father and mother. And he says, all of these things I have kept from my youth. So when Jesus heard these things, he said to them, you still lack one thing, sell all that you have and distribute to the poor and you will leave treasure in heaven and come follow me. So also if you are rich, you have to think, would you be willing to do that? If God came to you and said, you need to donate everything to the poor, like maybe it's getting out of control. What if, you know, you, you do get like, what if Satan gets a hold of you because you have money and you get distracted? Like it's easy when you have money to get distracted. Um, be like, Oh, I have all this money. I can do this. I can do that. I can that. And then you just leave God out of it. Um, so yeah. What if God says, no, 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 this isn't working. Uh, you need to donate all your money to the poor. Are you willing to do that? You know, are you willing to follow him and to listen to what he says? Do you trust him? Do you have faith in him? I mean, these are really things to think about if you have a ton of money. And if you're wondering, like, is it okay to have a ton of money? Does God care? And so then if you're not willing, you have a a hard, a hard, uh, a stone heart, He says, and when Jesus saw that he became very sorrowful, he said, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God, for it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Do you hear that? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. But I don't think he's meaning all rich men. I think what he's meaning is men that are of the world that have money or women um, and they don't glorify God and they don't ask God before they make decisions and they don't include God into their decisions and they 
don't put God first and they don't have a soft heart. I know people that have tons of money and they don't have a soft heart. They care about the next thing they're going to do, the next goal they're going to accomplish, the next pleasure they're going to feel. And they don't say, wow, thank you, God, that you have blessed me with this beautiful life where I have money. I have things. I have so much more than I will ever, ever need. And you have still blessed me with it. And I am so grateful. And you are so wonderful and so amazing. And I'm going to share your word with the people that I encounter. And I am going to donate money to the church. And I'm going to help other Christians, men and women. So this is just some food for thought. If you're wondering, like, I want money, but like, you know, you have to think, where is that want coming from? And if you already have a bunch of money, if you're a newborn Christian, you're like, I have a ton of money. Uh, like, and then God says that rich people can't get into heaven. Like, what do I do? I think it has less to do with the money and more to do with where's your heart? Where's your heart at? Are you, is your heart with God? Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? Are you glorifying God? Are you loving God? Are you loving others? Are you forgiving others? Where's your focus? Is your focus on the world or is your focus on God? So think about those things. And let's rewind all the way back to when I started talking about church and then I just dove right into the Bible. Um, So I said that my pastor said that Jesus at one point said, watch how you talk to people with more money because you will act as if they are more godly or... um, because they're powerful, they're some, somehow better, and they're not. So as I had mentioned, Jesus says that God is looking at your heart. Um, yeah, God knows your heart. That's exactly what he says. God knows your heart. That's what he cares about. But think about this. You really have to think about it. Sometimes you don't realize it. If you know someone has a bunch of money and has power, you may have done that. I have done that. Like I have, I have pushed people out of the way, not physically, but like in my head, I'm like, Oh, like, nope, nope. I want to talk to this person because they have something more. Um, or I've made them more important in my life because they had stuff. They had things. Maybe were there things that I wanted. I was being selfish likely. Um, and that's just an interesting thing. And I feel like I've gotten way far away from that. It was definitely when I was in the world. And I'm sure if you're a Christian, maybe you didn't experience, haven't experienced that or haven't experienced it in a long time if you're not a newborn Christian. But we have to remember it doesn't matter what people have. It doesn't matter if someone's rich, if they have a house, if they have a car, if they have animals. Well, I mean, animals are pretty important. I love animals, but um, God created those and... You see, you know what I'm saying, though. It doesn't matter about their stuff. Um, it doesn't make them better. It doesn't make them more powerful because God is in charge. God is the one in powerful. Maybe here on earth, but it doesn't matter because when we leave here, all I care about is I'm going to go be with God. I'm going to be in heaven. I'm going to be with the people that made it into heaven and their money, their houses, their stuff isn't going to be there. All right, guys, that's all I have for today. That's what's been on my heart today. And I hope you guys have the best day ever. Let's end today with a prayer. Dear Father in heaven, thank you so much for all that you have given us. Thank you for everything that we have right here, right now. 
that we know that you are providing for us, that you are going to continue to provide for us, that we do not need a bunch of stuff to feel powerful and to be holy and to be better than others because we know that your wisdom has taught us that it, what matters is our hearts, that we are loving and kind, and we are trying to be as close to Jesus as possible. We are trying to be a reflection of him. We are trying to not sin, and we are trying to love others. And I just love so much in the Bible how it's always talking about how that the people that make it into heaven and the people that matter the most are the people that are struggling and are the people that are homeless and the people that are sinning because when they're saved, it's just such a great celebration to see someone change so much and to have the stone taken from their heart and to have them have a renewed mind and to be loving and kind when maybe at one point they were just of the world and it just destroyed them. And so it's just so amazing all that you do for us and everything that you do for everyone else and for this platform. Of course, I always uh, say thank you for this platform because we're able to share your word. We're able to connect and that is beautiful. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. All right, guys. I hope you guys have the best day ever. God bless you.